So this week I'd like to share with you some bread and butter treatments, stuff that you need to get right day in, day out. This is a very typical early 30s refresh, just to soften a few lines and slightly lift the brow. Very simple treatment. I hope you enjoy. Okay. Creating an eyebrow lift often involves treating the labella. Here I'm marking out the five central points of the corrugator muscle. Procerus medially and two injection points. So to understand eyebrow lift, you have to understand the eyebrow's current position and why it is held there by the muscles in place. The frontalis muscle pulls up the labella complex pulls down and medial, although this effect is relatively mild and includes a small contribution from the procerus. The biggest brow depressor is the orbicularis oculi muscle. So in this tug of war between frontalis and orbicularis oculi, the first way to cause a little lift is to relax orbicularis oculi. The simplest way is with four units at the tail of the eyebrow. This takes a little bit of pressure off the downward pull and causes a very small lateral lift. This works best when you can see there is clear inferior medial brow depression caused by orbicularis oculi. So we need to assess the muscle and look for this. As you can see, there is some small brow depression and this is positive for us creating a small brow lift. This patient has also requested some softening of lines around the eyes, so we are treating this area too, which can also help with a brow lift. The tug of war is likely to be won by the frontalis muscle if we relax the depressor orbicularis oculi. You can additionally increase the chances of this by treating a small amount of orbicularis oculi underneath the eyebrow. The most superior aspect of orbicularis oculi is also the area most involved with pulling the eyebrow down. The next way you can lift the eyebrow is by increasing the resting tone of the frontalis muscle where it lifts the eyebrows the most. And we do this by treating the medial aspect of the brow where we do not want to lift and leaving the lateral aspect untreated. This has a side effect of causing increased tone and a small brow lift. The key concept here is that untreated muscle next to treated muscle often increases its resting tone, which we can utilize to cause a brow lift. The next key thing is we must lift the eyebrow strategically. We don't want a medial brow drop and a lateral brow lift because this looks like a Spock brow. The ideal eyebrow shape is dictated by the position of the arch, which is on a line between the ala base through the mid-pupillary line and then through the arch. I like to mark out a target point of this vector. The line on which you want the eyebrow to pull should be along this line. You can see then the direction that you want the muscle to pull the eyebrow. Once you know the direction of pull, you can select the area of muscle that you do not wish to treat, where you are hoping for an increased resting tone. This I do by marking out the tail of the eyebrow and choosing an equidistant point medially so that there is a triangle of untreated muscle. With a new patient, on a first-time treatment, it's often safer to leave areas untreated and bring the patient back for a follow-up. In this case, I've elected not to treat the top 
of the little cat ears I've drawn to decrease the risk of an eyebrow drop and allow me to adjust them on follow-up. The most important thing I can do to prevent Spock brow is, is not to over-treat the frontalis here. This happens a lot to people because they don't understand the anatomy of the corrugated supercilli. I still see the sort, if you do a really big frown for me. So yeah, if you, if you exaggerate that, a lot of people seem to think that injecting this bulk here where you get a bulge is, in, is, in, is injecting corrugated supercilli and they put an injection right here because they see a bulge, but the bulge is caused by this muscle pulling medially and this one pulling down and the pinching of those two areas, that's actually not where you inject. And that's a really good way of knocking out the frontalis muscle in the middle. If you leave the lateral muscle here and you get your, that's how you get the Spock brow. So don't inject too high. I leave about two centimeter margin up here and that, that gives me plenty of space to treat corrugated supercilli and leave some of the frontalis muscle untreated before I relax higher up. I use a two centimeter safety margin approximately, but more if there are fewer lines and wrinkles in the medial part of the brow. This patient doesn't have much of an aponeurosis, so I can fill the space with my one to two unit injection points. Each I'm expecting to diffuse around 1.5 centimeters in circumference. So in summary, we have mild medial frontalis relaxation with medial muscle support so we don't get a medial brow drop. We have relaxed the corrugator supercilli and the procerus muscle, and we have left lateral frontalis muscle untreated to enable more of an eyebrow lift and we have treated the orbicularis oculi muscle to decrease lateral canthal lines and to also elevate the eyebrow. Injecting superior to the eyebrow, we must be extremely superficial as this is a high risk injection point, particularly if you're deep. We are two millimeters under the skin, just one unit. Every injection is relatively superficial as we only have skin, small amount of hypodermic fat and then muscle. Any deeper and we're risking bruising and affecting the orbital structures for no additional benefit. Depth is the primary safety measure in this area. Same again on the other side, superficial injections of one unit, just under the skin, as you can see. never going through the pigmented area due to the risk of tattooing. Here I'm treating the corrugated supercilli. You can see the orbital rim pressure from the supporting hand. And then we're doing four unit injections into the procerus, medial corrugator where the muscle is thickest and lateral corrugator where it is thinner. You can see the depth of the needle is not the same throughout. We start deep and become more superficial as you move laterally. Frontalis injections, very simple. As we said, the simplest injection because we only need to pop through the dermis, through the hypodermis into approximately where the muscle is. We're injecting one unit doses here. It's a relatively quick and easy procedure once you've done the marking out correctly. 